0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Pure Nonsense. Now, the last episode, which was just my introduction episode, just saying hello, I did not have a name for the podcast. And within like 12 hours after recording that episode, I finally decided on a name. I designed the little cover art, cover photo for my podcast. I think it's super cute. I love how it turned out. And I love the name Pure Nonsense. So I'm definitely sticking with that. Um, And yeah, so let's just get into this episode. The second episode, well, okay. First off, I hope you're doing well. I hope you've had a wonderful week slash weekend. I'm recording this at like 5 p.m. on Sunday. So I hope you're doing well. Anyways, this episode is going to be about becoming a morning person. So. I have always been a morning person myself. There was never a time while I was growing up, throughout my childhood, throughout high school, college, there was never a time where I was a night owl. I have never, never been a night owl. I like nights just fine. I actually love looking at stars, watching meteor showers. I've done that a few times. That's so much fun. I love going out with friends. Going to bars, restaurants, that's always a good time, obviously. But there is just something about mornings that I honestly think make them superior to nights. That might be an unpopular opinion. You might completely disagree with me. But for this episode, I'm going to get into why I'm a morning person, why I just love mornings so much. And if you want to become a morning person, I'm going to give you some tips on how to do that. Okay, so getting into the topic of mornings, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna start from the very first thing that would happen in the morning that makes mornings so incredible. And then from there, I'm just gonna go kind of step by step through what I usually do and what I usually experience. And I think by the end of this episode, you're gonna sit back and say, huh, she's right. All of these things sound amazing. I should try these out. And you know what? If you try them out one time and you absolutely hate mornings, if you are not a morning person at all, you don't have to pay attention to this. You don't have to listen to this. I completely understand that there are people that just love nights way more than mornings. I will not be offended. I respect that. Anyways, starting off with mornings If you get up early enough, which I do not do this all the time, there have been a select few mornings that I have actually done this. And they haven't all been out of, you know, my own desire to get up at this time. You know, maybe it was for traveling, for work, whatever. But if you get up early enough, you might just see the sunrise. And seeing a sunrise is so nice when there are clouds that, you know, kind of reflect the light, when you get that, like, purple-pink gradient. Obviously, it's going to look similar to a sunset, equally as beautiful, but when you're watching a sunrise at the beginning of the day, knowing that you have a whole day ahead of you, I think that is so nice, and it's so calming. It really is. It's it's a relaxing way to really ease yourself into the day. And now, you know, the time change, daylight savings time, all of that, I'm pretty sure, I, I don't know what part of the year the sun rises earlier than it does the other part of the year. I get confused with the time change. I know it's spring forward, fall back. I just don't know what the time for the sunrises are throughout the year. But during the year, when the sun rises at like 6.30, 7 a.m., that's not that early. That's not that early in the morning. I'm going to be honest with you. And that is such a nice way to start your day. So that's number one. That is the first reason why mornings are just so incredible. It's just such a great and relaxing way to really look at the day, look at the day ahead of you, and just get to see that beautiful view right out your window, right on your porch, you know, wherever you are. I just think that's perfect. Okay, so a good sunset, that's the first thing that I love about mornings, that's the first thing you're going to see, and let's be honest, you really do not need to be waking up before the sunrise. Did I say sunset? I think I just said sunset, I meant sunrise. Uh, Okay, anyways, the sunrise is the first thing that you are going to see in the morning. You don't need to wake up before the sunrise unless it's for work, for travel, whatever it is. Most of us, not waking up before the sunset. Oh my gosh, sunrise. Ugh, let's move on. Number two, breakfast. Breakfast is not only the most important meal of the day, like we have all heard a million gazillion times. Breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. And there are a few different reasons why I love breakfast so much. And let me, let me just say this right now, I am well aware that there are a lot of people that aren't even thinking about food when they wake up. They're not hungry at all. They want nothing to do with it. There are people that have not had breakfast in years. They just don't eat that meal. I understand. Totally fine. I am someone that wakes up hungry, and usually my body wakes me up because I am hungry. So I am ready for a full three-course meal the second I roll out of bed. That being said, there are a lot of different breakfasts that I love, a lot of different combos, styles and I'm going to get into it. So, the most common breakfast that I will eat, well, common for right now, is a slice of wheat toast with butter that I mash up an avocado. I season it with a handful of different seasonings that you probably have in your cabinet. Salt, pepper, smoked paprika, garlic powder, onion powder. Mix it all together. It is so, so delicious. Mash that avocado up right on top of your toast, and then you're going to scramble up like one or two eggs, Put that on top of the toast, add some more salt and pepper, whatever you think it needs. And then, because that entire toast with the toast, avocado, egg, it's all savory. I love the savory-sweet combo. There is nothing better than that. So, once I make my toast, I'm going to grab my balsamic glaze, and I'm going to drizzle some of that on top. And I usually bring the balsamic glaze over to the table with me, just in case while I'm eating, I decide, you know what? I need, I need more sweet in this meal. I, that's what I need this morning. That's what I need for the day. I'm going to add some more, you know, sweet flavor to it. Anyways, that combo is delicious. It is so, so good and it is seriously so filling. And so on the side of that toast, I'll probably have some fresh fruit whatever I have, maybe it's strawberries, blueberries, and orange, whatever, I'll probably add that on my plate as well. And all of this together, like I said, is so filling. After I eat this, sometimes I feel like my stomach's gonna pop, which isn't necessarily the best feeling first thing in the morning, but I also know that I'm not gonna be hungry for a few more hours so I can go about my day and focus on other things that I need to be focusing on as opposed to, oh gosh, what am I going to have for lunch now? Because I'm going to be ready to eat in 30 minutes, and that's not good. So, that is the breakfast that I have really been going towards for uh, months at this point, probably. But, like I said in my first episode, I do get bored pretty quickly. So, I am not someone that meal preps. I think I have tried meal prepping before, but I really do not like it. I am not going to have the same thing for breakfast, same thing for lunch, same thing for dinner for a week straight until I make more stuff and I can switch it up. Like, I just, I'm not interested in that. I don't want to do it. So there are a handful of breakfasts that I have had that I really love. So aside from the avocado toast and all of that, I really like a good bowl of oatmeal. I make it with milk as opposed to water just to give it some extra, you know, oomph, you know, a little extra flavor, add some creaminess to it. And then I add almond butter, honey, some chia seeds. I'll add some fresh fruit on top of that. Maybe I have frozen fruit. I'll add that on top. Some sliced banana. Oh my goodness, that is so, so good. That's another one that's incredible. And what I'm going to say is because I know that there are a lot of people that do not like breakfast, they don't eat it, they're not hungry like I said before. I think it still is important to have a little bit of food in your system to start your day just to make sure you're giving your body that energy that it needs to really, you know, get your day started in the right way. So maybe make a little protein shake, you know, get some milk, some protein powder, some fruit, whatever, you know, sounds good to you. Blend it up a little bit. You can take it in the car when you go to work, when you go to class, whatever you have it, I feel like it's always a good idea to have a little something. You can have a little protein bar. You can have just some fresh fruit. You know, fresh fruit, it's not that filling, but it'll give you a little something. It'll give you a little boost of energy, I'm assuming. It's got sugar in it, so that's good. So, yeah, I really just love breakfast. It's such a great meal. There are so many options, and oh my goodness, oh my gosh, Going to breakfast where you're with your friends, maybe you all went out the night before, you had a fun night, everyone's having a good time, you sleep in the next day, and then you all go to breakfast. That is so much fun, especially when that breakfast is at Waffle House. Waffle House is just such a fine establishment. It really is. Now, if you've never been to Waffle House and you walk in and you say, Maggie, What fine establishment are you talking about? I'm going to need you to sit down, all right? I'm just going to need you to sit down and keep that thought to yourself because once you experience Waffle House, you will not know what I'm talking about. And everyone, you know, if you're listening to this, I say everyone that's listening to this, if you're listening to this in the first place, you probably have been to Waffle House and you know what I'm talking about. Such a great place, such a great place. I sit down, I don't need a menu, I know what I want. I want the All Star Special. I'll tell you what I get with the All Star Special because this is one of the best breakfasts, which every restaurant has, you know, that typical American breakfast, right? But the All Star Special is really just that original breakfast. So I order a regular waffle. I don't do the chocolate chips, I don't do the peanut butter chips, I just do a regular waffle. I get scrambled eggs. I don't love runny eggs, so I get those scrambled eggs. I get grits as opposed to hash browns. Now, that is an unpopular opinion. That might make some people mad. I do like hash browns, okay? Don't worry. I love hash browns. I don't like the Waffle House hash browns, though. I don't know what it is. There's some flavor to it. I just don't like them. So I get the grits. Love the grits. Now, for my meat option, I stay away from the bacon, I go straight to the sausage. With the sausage, you can do sausage Link, you can do sausage patty. Oh, wait, no. Uh, Waffle House only has sausage patty. Okay, any other restaurant where you get that classic American breakfast and you order sausage, they're going to ask you, do you want that in Link or patty form? Always get Link. Okay, Link sausage is superior to patty. It really is. That is my personal opinion. I love a good sausage link. Okay. Anyways, you get that breakfast and you drench it in syrup and you enjoy it. Maybe you have some orange juice. Maybe you have some coffee. You, You can have all the drinks on the menu if you want. That is just a good breakfast. It's a good time with friends. And that is another reason why mornings are superior. Now, you can go to Waffle House any time of the day, so just just take Waffle House out of the equation, okay? Breakfast, with the amount of options that you have, with how creative you can get first thing in the morning, I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay, so number three, the third thing that I really just cannot get enough of in the morning, and this honestly might be my all-time favorite thing of the morning, the fact that it's just you, You have time at the very beginning of your day, especially if you have a long, stressful day ahead of you. You have that time at the beginning, early in the morning, where it is just you. It's quiet. You have alone time. If you have roommates, if you live with your family, they might not be awake, okay? This might be well before they wake up. So you really have that alone time. It's quiet. It's serene. It's relaxing. If you need to get emails done if you want to just sit and, you know, have some peace and quiet, you are more than welcome to do so. It is so relaxing to be alone when you really want to get your stuff together for moving forward with the rest of your day. And okay, so I say getting yourself together before moving forward with the rest of your day. You might not have that stressful of a day ahead of you. You might not be that busy. You might be off of work. It, you know, if you're in school You might have, you know, your summer break, winter break, whatever it is. You might not have that much going on. When you wake up early still during those times, taking the time in the morning to plan out what you might want to do throughout the day, that is such a great way to use that time where it's quiet, it's peaceful, it's just you. Again, even if you don't have much to do, sitting down, grabbing, you know, your journal, pulling up the notes app on your phone, on your laptop, whatever you have it. Planning out what you're going to do is so nice. And something that I love doing, when I have a to-do list, when I have a list of things that I really want to get done, whether it's something I want to do, something I need to do, being able to check off those boxes throughout the day or at the end of the day just to make sure you did everything That is such a good feeling. That makes me feel more accomplished than if I were to do those same exact things without having the list to check off, which (laughs) sounds, that probably sounds ridiculous. I'm well aware of that. But I think that there are other people that do the same and that feel the same way. That's why, you know, you go into Target, there's an entire aisle of stationery. So I know for a fact other people do that as well. I think that is such a great way to use that time in the morning to really set yourself up for a good day, to really know where you stand, to know what you need to do. And it might, you know, spark an idea. It might make you think like, oh, crap, I got to do that. Completely forgot about it. I'm going to get that done today. Like, thank God I remembered. There have been times where I have done that. I've completely forgotten that I'm meeting up with a friend for dinner or something like that. And then when I sit down in the morning to think about what I have to do that day, I'm like, oh, shit. I am I am going to get a lot more done today than I thought just because I took time at the beginning of the day to really set myself up for success. And another thing that I love about the whole making a list, checking off the boxes, it holds you accountable for what you actually need to get done because you can tell your family, you can tell your friends your boyfriend, whoever, what you're going to be doing, what you want to get done. You can say like, hey, like, remind me to do this. You know, if you see me doing this, reel me back in and say, no, you need to focus on your work. You need to get this done. You can do that all you want, but you can't rely on other people to make sure you get the things done that you need to get done because you are your own person. You have your own stuff going on. They're their own person. They have their stuff going on. You do not need to be relying on someone to make sure your work gets finished. So having a list that you create for yourself, you can come up with, you know, the top three most important things for that day and then little, you know, subsections on, hey, if I have time, I'm going to do this, this, and this. But making that list yourself really holds you accountable because if it's also a physical list, like sitting on your desk, on your refrigerator wherever you're going to be able to see it the easiest. Seeing that throughout the day makes it so that when you feel tempted to, you know, scroll through your phone on TikTok or Instagram for like an hour at a time or, you know, just something random that might not be productive, it really stops you and says, you know, I, I need to get this stuff done. And you're the only person that can make yourself do that. Like I said, do not rely on someone else to tell you, hey, you need to get this done. You are your own person and you should be able to do that for yourself. So having a list, it's, it's a way to make it more exciting because obviously work things and you know, the mundane, everyday life, errands and all of that, those aren't that exciting. But you can make them exciting. You have all of the power to make those things exciting for yourself and they might sound like stupid ideas. This, this might be the dumbest thing that you're hearing right now. You might be thinking that. But I love having a little list, having my colorful pens, writing out my list, checking off the boxes. It is just one of those things that makes my day-to-day life that much better and just a little bit more exciting. Okay, so the next thing, I think this is number four. I think this is the fourth thing that I'm going to talk about As to why I love mornings so much. And I actually talked about this briefly in my first intro episode. So it's going on a long walk. Now, I personally love walking. Walking is one of my favorite forms of exercise. However, I know that it's not for everyone. I'm well aware of that. Everything I'm saying in this episode, I know it's not for everyone. So if this isn't your thing, just take it with a grain of salt. That being said, I'm not gonna focus entirely on long walks in this episode. I'm just going to focus on exercise in general and getting your body up, getting it moving, whether that's, you know, you going to the gym for an hour, which is not, you know, that's not feasible for everyone's day-to-day life. It's just not. And getting a gym membership, getting in your car, driving there, working out for an hour, driving back, showering, getting ready for the day, that takes a lot more of your day than just the one hour of working out. So, that is why I usually stick to Long walks on the trail that are right by my house. I can just walk out the door, wear whatever I want, get on the trail, walk back. I'm back at my house. That is one of the reasons why I just love walking so much. It's so easy. It's right there. It's so comfortable. It's relaxing first thing in the morning. I absolutely love it. But if your thing is, you know, going to the gym for a longer period of time, do that. That is incredible. Good for you. That's awesome. Also, A workout does not have to be an entire hour, hour and a half. Some people work out for two hours a day. That's insane to me. I cannot do that. I will not do that. That is too much. I think my body would shut down. So that being said, I personally consider a workout to be any type of movement. You could do a 10-minute morning yoga routine that you find on YouTube and you follow along with it in your bedroom. That's movement. To me, that's working out. That's getting your body up. That's doing something. And going along with the shorter workouts, I also love doing like a 10-minute ab workout. And again, this is something you can do in your bedroom. Whether you live with a big family, you're in a college dorm, you're in a studio apartment, wherever you are, things like little yoga workouts, just some at-home stretching, at-home ab workouts, push-ups things like that, you can do this anywhere. I love workouts like that. You don't have to get a gym membership. You don't have to have a car to get you to the gym. You don't have to stay there for two hours at a time every single day. That is not necessary in order to consider, in, in order to consider something a workout, in order to get your body out of bed and up and moving. Because for me, working out at the beginning of the day in the morning is so much better than then middle of the day, afternoon, evening, night. I love a good morning workout. And the reason is because even if you're tired when you first wake up, which is most likely going to be the case. We're all tired the second our alarm goes off. That's just natural. But when you get your body out of bed and, you know, you put on your workout clothes, put on your sneakers and you go and do whatever form of movement that you're in the mood for, even if you're tired at the first like 2 minutes of that exercise, Throughout the exercise, you're going to start to notice you're waking your body up, you're feeling good, you're feeling energized, and then at the end of the workout, you are going to be so happy with yourself that you actually did it. Again, it can be a 10-minute yoga workout. Just any form of movement. You are going to be so happy with yourself that first thing in the morning, that's what you did. You're using your time wisely. It's productive. It's good for you. It feels good. And at the end of that workout, the energy boost that you get, that that is one of the main things I love about it, that energy boost. Because like I said, you're probably going to be very tired. That's natural. Having that boost of energy is going to set you up for a really good day and then being able to go throughout your day, whether you're working, studying, sitting in lecture halls, maybe you have the day off, maybe it's summer, whatever you're doing throughout the day, you're going to say, like, wow, like, that felt good, and I'm really happy that I did that. That's what I say almost every single day if I do work out, and I'm going to preface this by saying I, I do not work out seven days a week. I absolutely do not do that. I work out, like, on average, like four days a week. So take this with a grain of salt. I love working out. It feels really good. I can't picture myself not working out throughout the rest of my life, but it's I, I, I would just highly recommend having some form of movement earlier in the morning as opposed to middle of the day, late at night. It just feels so good and it really does give you a good boost of energy. Okay, so I thought I was done talking about working out, but I honestly wanted to add a couple more things. Number one, when you go to work out, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. This honestly doesn't, this part doesn't have anything to do with mornings. When you go to work out, having a cute workout set makes it so much better. When I started buying more workout clothes, Gymshark, uh, Able, stuff like that. When I started buying more workout clothes that were like matching sets that made my body look good. I was comfortable and when I'm comfortable and it's like a cute fabric, cute color, cute pattern, I feel so confident. Whether you're working out at home or like at a public gym, feeling confident is such a big part of getting yourself there, of actually going through with working out. So I would highly recommend having Workout clothes that you are comfortable and confident in, and you don't have to spend a lot of money on the workout clothes. I know that you know, like Gymshark, you can spend like a hundred bucks on two things, you'll spend more than a hundred dollars on two things. But if you go to TJ Maxx, if you go like online to Depop, you can probably find stuff in thrift stores, they have workout clothes sections in thrift stores also you can get cute workout sets, and that is going to make your workout that much better. I promise you. That is another one of my favorite things about, you know, getting my body moving first thing in the morning is feeling confident and being able to say, like, at the end of the workout, like, yeah, I feel good. I look good. I feel good. This is going to be a great day. Okay, so number two, this is the last thing I'm going to talk about dealing with the whole workout portion of this. If you don't know where to start when it comes to working out, because working out can be a very intimidating thing if you haven't done it before, if it's been a while since you've done it, if you are going to a public gym and you don't know anything about the equipment or where to go to find certain equipment, you don't know the people there, if you really just have no idea where to start, YouTube is such a good tool for that. I have done this before, like I said earlier, doing a quick little YouTube yoga workout, um, doing YouTube, you know, follow along with me ab workout, follow along with me for upper body, lower body. There are also a lot of videos that explain gym equipment. So, if you are nervous to get started and to go to the gym and all of that, you can definitely find things that are going to make that process a lot easier for you and a lot more comfortable, and I highly recommend them because, believe me, going to a gym is intimidating. Even if you've been going to a gym your entire life and then you switch to a new gym, going into that new one, absolutely terrifying. I went to a gym, uh, like, a couple months ago at this point with my boyfriend, It was the gym at the college that I went to, and he was still in school because he was getting his master's degree, and he still had access to the gym, so he was able to take me if I wanted to go. So we did a cute little, you know, gym date in the morning, so fun, and we went into this gym, and I hadn't been in there in about two years because when COVID happened, it shut down, and then the way they had it set up with COVID was just not ideal, so I never went back after COVID happened. Um, But since then, they did a lot of renovations on the gym and I hadn't seen it. I was completely unfamiliar with it. I didn't know where they moved all of the equipment, where everything was, completely unfamiliar. And even though I had worked out in that exact same gym for like two years weekly, going into it after that two-year break with COVID, I was terrified. I honestly did not know what to do. And I felt like I had never worked out in my life. So, if you're in that same position and if you feel like you might be in that position, definitely check out all of the tutorials and stuff on YouTube because there seriously are so many and they're incredible. Okay, so I feel like I've talked enough about the reasons why I love morning. I honestly don't know how long I've been talking, but I feel like I've covered that part and I've covered the main points that I wanted to talk about so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to give a couple of tips on how to become a morning person and how to make it easier for yourself. Because if you're not already a morning person, it's it would be a very hard switch to make, I feel like. Again, you do not have to make the switch by any means. This is just something fun for me to talk about. But I'm going to give a couple tips on things that I do on a daily basis that really help me get out of bed and get my day started, especially on the days where I—that that is the last thing that I want to do. All right, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I'm going to get right to the point. I'm not going to talk your ear off. I've already done that too much. So, number one, not looking at your phone when you first wake up. I still have a problem with this. I still do it way too often, but the days that I don't are so much better than the days that I do. When you first wake up and you immediately grab your phone, whether that's just to turn your alarm off for a split second... You are most likely going to stay on your phone and open up your social media apps and start scrolling and start seeing what everyone else has been up to. You're going to start immediately comparing yourself to whatever you see on social media, and you're going to get this immediate, you know, sense of just you know, withholding all of this content, you're going to immediately wake up to endless content. And in my opinion, it's just not the best thing. It doesn't make you feel good. And when you do that right after you wake up, your body is already tired. Your body is trying to get out of bed. Your body is trying to wake you up. And then when you immediately look at your screen with the blue light and with, you know, content that has, no purpose in life. It really has no purpose for what you are going to do throughout your day. When you immediately start your day that way, it's going to make you even more tired. I promise you. It makes me feel exhausted by like 8 a.m. if what I did when I first woke up was look at my phone. And again, I still do this. I do it too often. I really need to stop. And I'm just telling you that you also need to stop because, It really is not good for you, and it is such a bad way to start your day, and I'm going to go in on a whole episode about my thoughts on social media, but until then, I'm keeping it short and sweet. Just do not look at your phone when you first wake up for, like, the first hour. I really recommend doing that. Okay, the next two tips I've already gone into great detail on throughout this entire episode, so these are seriously going to be very short. But number two, eating a balanced breakfast. That really is important to me. I really do think that it would help you get that boost of energy first thing in the morning, and I just think it's a great way to start your day. And like I said before, you can make it exciting. You can have fun with it. It's just a good time. Number three, just talked about this, just talked about it, but getting your body moving, I really think that that is a great way to start getting your body in the mindset of getting up at an earlier time than you currently do if you're looking to switch into a morning routine, if you already are a morning person but you don't really have a routine going on. I really think that getting your body moving first thing, whether it's 10 minutes, whether it's for an hour, I just think it's such a great thing. It really will make you feel good. I can promise you that. And the very last tip that I have, the very last thing that I'm going to talk about for episode two, I haven't talked about this before, it's immediately making your bed when you first get out of bed in the morning. Because if you roll out of bed, if you manage to get up after your alarm went off, if you snoozed it ten times and you're finally getting out of bed, if you see an unmade bed with your sheets and your pillows looking as comfy as possible, where you were just sleeping, where you were just having the best dreams, you were enjoying it, you were sound asleep, if you see that right in front of you when your body is still exhausted first thing in the morning, it is going to be so easy for you to climb back in bed and fall right back asleep and set like an hour alarm so that you can get up, you know, when you need to. Making your bed when you first get out of bed is such a great way to really get your body up, and to tell yourself, like, look, I'm not going back to bed. My alarm went off. I stopped it. I got out of bed. I'm ready. I can't even get back into bed anymore because I'd have to unmake it, and then I'd have to make it again, and it would be this whole thing. I don't want to do that, so I'm going to go about my day now. It sounds stupid. This is another one of those things that you're probably like, seriously, Maggie, you're telling me to make my bed? Are you kidding me? I promise you. Making your bed first thing in the morning is such a great way to get yourself in the mindset of, okay, my day is starting, you know, it's go time. We're going to get stuff done. We're going to have a good day. And also the look of a nice, nicely made bed when you first start your day so that when you ever go back into your bedroom throughout the day, when you get home from work and you go into your room at the end of the day after you have dinner and you see a bed that is very clean, it's crisp. Your pillows are all fluffed. You've got your blankets folded at the foot of your bed. That is such a good feeling. That really just makes you feel so put together. It's one of those things, one of those tiny little things throughout your day-to-day life that is going to make you feel just a little more accomplished, a little more excited, a little more put together. Making your bed when you first wake up, I highly recommend it believe me, just try it for a week and I bet you will notice a difference with your attitude when you first get out of bed. Okay, so that was everything that I wanted to talk about in regard to becoming a morning person and why I am personally a morning person. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're still listening at this point, thank you. That is so nice. That really makes me happy, gets me excited. Again, I am brand new to the whole podcasting scene. I've never done this before. This is just really fun for me. I, again, have had such a fun time recording this episode. It's only episode two, so I'm assuming I'm going to have more and more fun the longer I go. This is just such a great time. I really appreciate it if you've listened. I hope you liked this episode. And yeah, I will see you next week for episode three. I will most likely start posting on Tuesdays just because that's how my current schedule works out and I think that's going to be the best day for me to post. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. I'll see you next week and I hope you have a really good week.